The following message from Bible teacher and pastor Jim Crabb is brought to you by Imago Day Christian Fellowship in Westchester, Ohio. I want to just share a few scriptures tonight. I'm going to ask some people to, uh, to look up some scriptures. And uh, so I need somebody... Wave your hand at me if, and then let me point at you and I'll give you the scripture reference, all right? Miss Joyce, 1 Peter 5, 5. All right, then Isaiah 2, 12. Who wants to do Jim House is Isaiah 2, 12. Then James 4, verse 6 and 10. You get two of them. Brother Jerry has got that one. Proverbs chapter 11, verse 2. Messiah, got that one. Proverbs 16.5. Catherine's got that one. Proverbs 16.18. Sarah's got that one. Proverbs 16.19. Miss Pitts has got that. Proverbs 21.24. Ken's got that one. Hey, we're all going to go to work here, here tonight, I think. Proverbs 26, 12. Vicky, okay. Proverbs 27, 2. Hannah, you got that one? Couple, just a few more. I'm, I promise I'm not going to preach a half hour on each one of these. So somebody's broken out in a sweat here. So. Uh, Proverbs 29, 23. I think that's correct. <laughs> so, uh, who's got that? 29, 23. Brother Keith? Uh, Psalm 10.4. Who's got that one? Brother Ron? Psalm 138.6. Who's got that one? We, we're running out of people. We need some more. Uh, Miss Kathy's got that one. Um, what did I give you, Sister Kathy? 138.6. Okay. Uh, Romans 12.16. Miss Joyce going again. And Daniel 5.20. Who's got that? You got it. Ashley's got that. Amen. Ashley Felty. I don't know if I've ever really, since the wedding, I introduced her as Mrs. Felty. But this is Ashley Felty now. Amen. Because she is, she got herself married. Now, so... All these scriptures have to do with a word that is, that is a really, it's a, it's a bad thing to ever have in your life. And it's, I know you, we, we all know this, but I think it's good to, to rehearse this kind of stuff. It's the word pride. Pride. Pride came into the earth, the devil himself started the whole thing. Sincerely, when you, when you look at the scripture and you see the word of God, what happened to, the, to Lucifer? What happened to him is he got, he got haughty. He got arrogant. He got puffed up. And, he, and in his being arrogant... He thought he was more than he really was. That's what pride does to you. It, makes you, it tries to make you appear or, or you think 
when you're in pride about anything that, that you're bigger than you really are. You're really not that big. Right? And pride made, made Lucifer look at God and say, I could do that. I could be him. Why is he, get, why is he the one that all the angels flap around and, and, you know, why do we? You know, he was an angel. Why do I have to? And why should I? I'm the most, you know, the Bible says he was the most beautiful creation in heaven. The Bible says there was music that was found inside him. That's why the devil fights worship all the time. Because he's still ticked off. Because, right? And he, and he lost that spot. The Bible says he's, he said that I will ascend above God. And I will become like God. And that pride got on him, in him... And then he convinced one, this just, I, I think, I don't know, about six months ago, I talked about this one time, but to think that he was able to convince, that's why you got to watch who you listen to, that he was able to convince one third of the angels that are in heaven to, to think the same way about him, about him and rebel against God. And, and it happened. One-third of the angels. There's a lot of angels. This, you know, there's an innumerable number of angels, man. And they are created beings that are created to serve God. Right? They, they don't have a life where they... They live their life and then they can do a little better if they, you know, an angel makes a decision. And when those angels decided that they were going with Lucifer, the, the Bible says that every single one of them got, got pushed out from the presence of God. And what did it was pride and arrogance. I've watched pride and arrogance bring down some strong people. I've watched them get puffed up out of their place, out of their position. And I've watched it. And it ne I'll tell you this, it never ends well for them. I don't care if you're a Christian or not a Christian, it never ends well for them. Well, well it seems like, I know this guy, and he, somebody said, and he's... He's really arrogant. It just seems like he's, he's doing great. Yeah, but the, the story's not over yet. So you've got to read the whole, the whole story. You've got to wait for a while because sometimes it'll take a while for those things to fall. You, you just can't, as a believer, we cannot get in pride. Amen? We've got to stay out of it. Well, we better, let's read some scripture here. Who's got 1 Peter 5, 5? Real loud, Sister Joy. Curtis, why don't you run around with a microphone? <clears throat> Likewise, you younger people, submit yourselves to your elders. Yes, all of you be submissive to one another and be clothed with humility. For God resists the proud, but gives grace to the humble. My, 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 my. The altar's open right now already. Huh? 
Read that one more time for us, Miss Joyce. That's a good Bible verse. <laughs> Likewise, you younger people, submit yourselves to your elders. Yes, all of you be submissive to one another and be clothed with humility. For God resists the proud, but gives grace to the humble. All right. What do you think it means to be clothed with humility? What's that? That's a kind of an odd phrase that you would be clothed in something, that you could be clothed in something like that. What's that mean, Catherine? Yeah. Instead of that radiant glory of whatever they're, they're good at. You know, when you're good at something, they're really good at something. Or when you're the best at it or whatever. Lucifer was the top guy. But he was clothed with a lot of things, but he was not ever clothed with humility. And so that, that's what Catherine said. That, what, what, that, that uh, Brother Joyner saw in the spirit was that, you know, that's not what, I, what, I, what I'm supposed to show off is not the glory of how great I am. Huh? My pastor used to say, my first pastor, Pastor Jerry, he'd say, he'd say church, you got to remember who butters your bread. You got to. And it's not us. And you got to, listen, so I think I would say, submit, that being clothed with humility means you, you better have it, all, you clothed with it. I mean, I don't know, I just see clothed from top to bottom with it. So I, you got to put it on. You got to put something on you. That's good, Sarah. You got to put something on you. you so I, I, I see it as a cloak, a covering uh, it's, it's from my head to my toe. So my mind, I got I to gotta make sure my mind keeps thinking right. I'm little, he's big. I'm submitted, you know, Joyce's verse that she read. Submit yourself one to another. Right? El, young, don't get arrogant about stuff in your youth. Right? but submit yourself to the elders because God resists. That's What did he say, Joyce? He, he resists the proud. Are you kidding me? Boy, that's, an, that's enough right there to get you healed. For, that we, maybe we just got to read one verse tonight. We're all... That fixed me. Huh? Because... That's why I'm not going to get that stuff in me because he resists the proud. Meaning, what's resist me? He, push, he pushes, pushes back. He, you know, you're trying to come this way. Well, he, if he resists you, he's, it, you're, you're, he's pushing, you, pushing you back. He resists the proud. He resists the proud government leaders. He resists the proud preachers 
He resists the proud musicians. He resists the proud actors and actresses. Doesn't he? I mean, when he, if there's pride in that person, then we know clearly from the Word of God that God's resisting him. Hmm. Boy, that's, that says a lot right there, doesn't it? He resists the proud, but, but he gives a lot of grace. Not to the proud, but to the lowly and the humble. The people, you know, people like us that know, man, we, we didn't have anything when we came to Christ. Gee, everything good that's ever happened in my life is not because I'm smart, I'm good, I'm big, I'm this or I'm that. It's all because of Jesus. And, 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 and so we give God thanks. And he, he when you're humble, I, I don't know about you, but this is, I need to be humble. Because I need that, that third word, the, the bottom line there. He gives grace. That's that's unmerited, unearned favor that God gives you. He gives grace to the who? To the humble. To the humble. Those that know. You know, humility doesn't mean that you're, you're a no good, worthless, nothing. It just means you're in your right place. You know what you are and you know what you aren't. And you're not boasting to try to convince everybody else in the world right about how great you are amen so he, uh, that's that's a good verse right there we could milk that all night all right who's got isaiah chapter two is that the second one, jim <clears throat> for the two day verses. of the lord of hosts shall be upon everyone that is proud and lofty and upon everyone that is lifted up and he shall be brought low Read it one more time for me. For the day of the Lord of hosts shall be upon everyone that is proud and lofty and upon everyone that is lifted up, and he shall be brought low. Everyone that's lifted up, what's going to happen to them? They're going to be brought low. See, here, this translation I have here, it says, the Lord Almighty has a day in store for all the proud, all of them, and the lofty, those that are full of themselves. For all that is exalted, and they will be humbled. God's, bring, God's bringing that, the lofty down low, man. So you either get low because you choose to and be humble, if you do, you get a lot of grace. Or, right, or you stay proud, you stay full of yourself, and then God's going to bring you love. I'd rather do it myself and choose humility so I can get the grace that comes with it. James chapter 4, verse 6 10. Jer? Here comes Vanna White. <laughs> <laughs> Pick a letter, Jared. Come on, man. Uh, okay. <laughs> Verse 6, uh, 4, 6 says, But he gives more grace. 
Therefore, he says, God resists the proud, but gives grace to the humble. And then mm. verse 10, humble yourselves in the sight of the Lord, and he'll lift you up. That's, that's pretty simple. That's, these are all good reasons to stay humble and keep pride out of your life. Hmm? All right, let's see, what was the next one? Proverbs 11, 2. Who had that one? Josiah? When oh, this, pride, this is a real good one here. Sorry. When pride comes, boiling up with an arrogant attitude of self-importance, then come dishonor and shame. But with the humble, the teachable who have been chiseled by trial and who have learned to walk humbly with God, there is wisdom and soundness of mind. Let's see. Stay right here. I'm, I'm going down in the spirit right now. There I'm going. What a verse. I think Messiah ought to read that one again. Huh? Man, this is a good one. When pride comes, boiling up with an arrogant attitude of self-importance, mm. then come dishonor and shame. Mm. But with the humble, the teachable who have been chiseled by trial, and who have learned to walk humbly with God, there is wisdom and soundness of mind. My, my, my. So, so what comes with pride? Dishonor and shame. Dishonor. Dis disgrace. When, ultimately, the end of all the proud, no matter what arena they're in, be it the angels, they, that arena, Right? You know, I, I mentioned it before, but you, you know, there are some really lofty thinking preachers. They're, they really are full of themselves. You know why they get full of themselves? Because they love this. They love, they love the praise of men. They love applause. They love crowds. And they mistake, <clears throat> excuse me, I'm starting to, I've been doing really better with my throat. There you are. But they mistake the, the, this, right? And they, and they think it's them. They think growth, money, success. They think it's all about them. And they let it go to their head, man. I, I'll tell you what, I've just, I, I've got, I, I, I know a lot of great preachers, but some of them are so full of themselves and so full of pride that you can't even talk to them or deal with them. Amen? Uh, so, so my point is, in any arena, be it a preacher, it doesn't matter. I know women that are proud. I know men that are proud. I know kids that are proud. Huh? And, and pride, if you stay with pride, you're this is what it says, you're going to end up with dishonor, disgrace, and shame. So it's a good, you know, it, it really is a good thing to check your heart, make sure. Amen. Right? You, you got to, because I don't want to, I, listen, I, I'm just taking all I can do to have any success that I do have. I sure don't need dishonor and shame and disgrace coming to me. But when God gets in it, if you won't, if you won't listen to him and humble yourself under the mighty hand of God, the trouble is going to come. 
Amen? Hallelujah. Proverbs 16, 5. Who had that one? Catherine? Adonai abhors all the proud in heart. Be assured they will not go unpunished. Mm. They will. Let's see that. Everyone proud in heart, New King James says, is an abomination to the Lord. So, so pride, God resists the proud. Pride brings us into disgrace, dishonor, and shame. God gives grace to the humble. Everyone that's proud in your heart, it's not just that you're proud in your heart. Wait a minute. You're an abomination to God if you're proud in your heart. An abom- Wait a minute. An abomination? That's a big deal. That's a, that's a real indictment against the proud if God would, would think that it's not just that he's, oh, he, man, he's, you're an abomination to him if you're proud. Everyone proud in his heart is an abomination to the Lord. Though they join forces, none will go unpunished. My goodness. Hallelujah. Hmm. We're just letting the Bible talk for itself tonight. Proverbs 16, 18. Sarah? Pride goeth before destruction, and a haughty spirit before a fall. Pride goes before destruction. So nobody is just ever destroyed. They, they are destroyed. Pride always precedes destruction. Pride goes before destruction. So what I learned from that is if I, get, if I let myself get proud, then I know this. See, I, 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 I might feel good about myself and how great I'm doing, how, how awesome I am. But I know this. If I do that, then destruction's coming. Destruction. Not, not you're going to have a bad week. No, destruction's coming. Disgrace is coming. Shame is coming. Dishonor is coming. No grace is coming. This is how God feels about about pride. And a haughty spirit before a fall. My, 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 my. Proverbs, did I say Proverbs 16, 19? Who's got that one? Sister Pitts. It is better to live humbly with the poor than to share plunder with the proud. It's better to live humbly with the poor. Huh? Then to share plunder, no matter what you can get out of plunder is what you can you 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 take, what you can get. It, I'd ra- I'd rather be with. I, I, this is how, just me, man. I, I I think it's you guys too. I you get give me. You know who I want to hang out with? I want to hang out with humble people. That's what I'm looking for. My my my. I, I, I just don't have any, I don't have any arrogant friends because I don't, I, I, I don't want to be around them. I don't want them. I love them, but I don't want them. Huh? 
You know who I want to hang out with? People, people that really are better than they think they are. But they think lowly. Not, not lowly like I'm stupid and dumb. And I, I'm, I know I'm weird. Nobody likes me. Not that kind of thing. Just that, man, I, it's not about me. I'm not always talking about myself. That's, I, I don't, I'm, I'm saying I don't want to be. That, that's just not me, man. And I don't end up with any friends that are proud. Huh? I just don't. I'd rather hang out with people of a humble spirit that really are better. The, the last one to know they're awesome is them. Huh? Better it is to be of a humble spirit with the lowly. That's, that's the people that are my friends, man. I want to hang out with a bunch of people that, that, that aren't competing for attention, applause, fame, money, to get around people so we can all find out how wonderful that person is. Praise God. I want to hang out. Isn't that awesome? That praise God, our friends are real lowly. Hallelujah. They're lowly. Huh? Better be of a humble spirit with the lowly or the poor, huh? Than to divide the spoil with the proud. I'm hanging, I'm hanging out with the humble, lowly people that God is extending a lot of grace toward. Amen. 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 Praise God. Huh. Proverbs uh, 21, 24. Ken Jones. A proud and haughty man, scoffer is his name. Mm. He acts with arrogant pride. You know, a, a proud person is called a scoffer. That, that's his name. Hmm? I'm not suggesting you have the people you know that are scoffers, are, you know, that are full of pride, you should go on up to them and even though that's their name. That's what he's saying is that's how God really sees them. That's what they are. I don't care what their name is. They might have the, the most, the, you, know, the, you know, if you look up, you Google stuff like Googling like the top, the top 15 boys' names for this, this generation. Huh? Man, they sure have changed. When me and Bob were born, it was Bob, Bill, Tom, Charlie, <laughs> Jim, yeah, man. <laughs> but this guy, scoffer is his name because he's proud and haughty. That's what he is. He's a scoffer. What's a scoffer? Huh? He's a mocker. He's make, he makes fun of, of, of others. And, and usually, you know, people... Scoffers make fun of others because they think they're so they're, they're the they're not like you know those people aren't like me. That's what they're really saying. Scoffer is his name. He acts with arrogant pride. My goodness. <laughs> I got one person paying attention anyway. Proverbs twenty six twelve. Vicky. 
Come on, Fanny, you're running out of gas? What's the matter with you? <laughs> Do you see a man wise in his own eyes and conceit? There is more hope for a self-confident fool than for him. My, 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 my. Do you see a man that's wise or big and wonderful and awesome in his own eyes? How many know? Now, we don't shout out any names, but how many know somebody that's like that? They're wise. They're really, really somebody in their own eyes. Huh? See, that's why I don't let my own eyes be a judge of what I am. You know, you know what we do as people? We, all, we always give ourselves breaks. We give ourselves liberty. We, we, right? But thank God, I am not wise in my own eyes. That's why what, what guides my life is this, is the word of God right here. This here. This is a set of eyes. And when I read the word of God, I see, and, and if I have integrity, then I see some things that are, that are, that are happening in my life and I, I begin to fix them because there's another set of eyes besides my own. Amen? There, and here's why that's a problem. Be, there's more hope for a fool. And you know, you know the Bible's that's a whole nother night. Maybe this is pride night. Maybe we'll do a fool night. Because Proverbs is filled with scriptures about fools. The fool hath said in his heart, there is no God. Huh? That person that's a, that'll brag about their being an atheist? Huh? I, I've, I've told people before that are like that, well, well man, I, re I read about you in the Bible. You're in the Bible. I am? And what, what's it say about me? It says you're a fool. That's what you are. But, huh? There's no, and I want to tell you, man, all the scriptures about being a fool, there's no, there's no good things that happens to people that are fool, fools. Right? There's no hope for, for fools, but there's, if a guy is big in his own eyes, there's more hope for a, there's, there's more hope for a fool than him, and there's not any for the fool. All right, Proverbs 27, 2. A few more. Hannah? Let another praise you and not your own mouth, someone else and not your own lips. Selah. I mean, <laughs> let another praise you. In other words, I'm not, my, even if I, I'm, I'm still working on, I'm raising my hand saying, Lord, can I just be good at one little thing? <laughs> How many feel like, you know what I mean? I feel like I'm good at, I got nothing most of the time. Huh? But let another man praise you. Huh? I don't. It's not wrong for other people to think how great you are. You, you let that sink in there. That's not what's wrong. But what is wrong is when you think you're something and you praise yourself. Let another man praise you and not your own mouth. 
Man, I, I tell you right here, Sister Beth, I know some, pre- I, I really do, because, you know, I'm in the preacher's camp. I know a lot of preachers then are in real trouble. Huh? Let another man praise you. Don't you, don't praise yourself and talk about your act. There, there's people, if, if they're coming at me, there's preachers that are like, that. they'll be coming at me, and if I see them coming, and I'll, I'll, I'll just go like this. I'll turn, if they're coming this way, I'll turn right and keep moving. I got no use for it because I know for the next half hour or as long as I'll stand there and listen, they're going to tell me about all their accolades and what they've accomplished. The Bible says, let another man praise you, not your own mouth, a stranger, and not your own lips. So it's all right for others to have a good opinion of us. We want, that's good, right? But we don't want them to have it because we told them they should. Huh. Hmm. Man, this is gonna keep this may keep some people up tonight, man, thinking about these verses. Let's see. All right, so what's the next one? Proverbs 29, 23. Keith? Come on, Banner. Run. A man's pride will bring him low but the humble in spirit will retain honor. A man's pride will bring him what, Brother Keith? Low. (laughs) Low. Yes, it will. A man's pride will bring him low. But the humble in spirit will hold on to honor. They will be honored before God. They will be honored among among the righteous. They will retain their honor. In other words, they'll never never lose it because they're staying humble in spirit. That's the key to it. Stay humble. Know who butters your bread. Know, Know who you are. Know who you aren't. Huh? But the humble in spirit will retain and hold on to honor. What's, what's the opposite of that? What's that mean? Well, well the, the, the arrogant and the pride, proud, even if they have honor, they're going to lose that honor. They're not going to retain it. Hmm? Hmm. Let's see. What verse we need? Let's see. Proverbs, or, uh, Psalm 10, 4. Ron? The wicked do not care about the Lord. In their pride, they think that God doesn't matter. Mm-mm-mm. Wow. Huh. The wicked is proud. In his proud countenance, doesn't seek God. God is in none of his thoughts. So wickedness and pride go together. And, it, and I want to tell you right now. If it excludes God from your thinking. It's in none of your thoughts. Because when you get to, to have God at the forefront of your mind, the true and living God, not some contemporary God, the real God, the Bible God, Amen. the God that's high and lifted up, 
the God that made everything out of nothing and before everything, He already existed in eternity past and He's going to continue to exist in eternity in the, in the future. That God, the God that spoke a word and measured out the waters with the, with the hollow of His hand, that measured and put the universe together with a span. That God, the God that, 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 that made us, right? Yeah. See, God is, for the proud, that God is in none of their thoughts. But when you bring that great God into your life, into your consciousness, into your mind, into your thinking, and into your heart, man, I'll tell you, it puts... Everything that's big gets little in the presence of God. I, I want to tell you, man, when you get to heaven, when we're in heaven and we're standing before the throne of God, you, you and me not even going to be compared to Him. We're not as big as one little droplet of water. Because, and that's what I want to be like now. I want to keep Him in my heart and my mind and, and be humble before God and, and sincere and have integrity before God and stay lowly and stay in my place. Huh? That's what I want to do. You know, how about the verse, we, I didn't have you turn to this one, but how about, how about that, remember that verse in uh, 1 Corinthians about... Uh, that for your sake, Jesus Christ was made poor? Now that, I'm telling you, contextually, that doesn't mean he didn't, you know, people sing, tell stories about he didn't even have a house to live in and such and so. That, that's not what that was about. It was, that's not a money scripture. It's nothing around that about money. But what it is about is he became poor. He went from the Word of God and the Son of God in heaven, the centerpiece of heaven, and he humbled himself. Humility is a choice. And he humbled himself and was brought low. How low was he? He became one of us. That's pretty low. Huh? Listen, we're, we're better than the angels. The angels aren't in our class. But, but I mean, we dominate the earth. I get all that. But, but you can't let that go to your head. Are you kidding me? Because we're going to stand before God. And we're going to get, even the, the big heads, the fat heads, those that think they're really something, that they're, the, you know, man's, the blessing to all of mankind, they are coming down. And compared to the presence of God, we are absolutely nothing. That's what Christ did. And Christ took, took upon Him the form of a servant. And He humbled Himself and was brought low and came down and was born. Not in some palace. He was he was born in a manger. He was born to just lowly, simple people from nowhere. Amen? Thank God He was. He was our example. Hallelujah. 
Psalm 138, 6. Three more. Miss Kathy. <clears throat> Though the Lord be high, yet he hath respect unto the lowly, mm. but the proud he knoweth afar off. Though the Lord is on high, yet, look at that. He, he's not so high that he doesn't think about the lowly. He, he's always thinking about the lowly because that's who, that's who, what he's saying is he's, he, he knows the lowly from afar. He, he gives grace. He's giving them grace. He's, he's helping the humble in their heart. And even though he is that high, he regards the lowly. But the proud, he knows. In other words, the proud aren't in, they're, they're not even around him. Hmm. I don't know about you, but I'm, I was healed on 1 Peter 5, 5. Much less all this. Romans 12, 16. Miss Joyce? Be of the same mind toward one another. Do not set your mind on high things, but associate with the humble. Do not be wise in your own opinion. Praise God. Huh? Now, we, we are all a bunch of blessed people here. We are. We're real blessed. God's been good to us. But I, I, I'll tell you, that there ain't any big shots here. Huh? There's not any big shots. We don't, we, we, if, they, if they think they're a big shot, I'll work on making them a little squirt. I really will. I won't put up with it. I'll bug them. And they'll definitely bug me. And I, look, look at that. Put, don't not set your mind on high things or I'm wonderful, I'm lofty, I'm good, I did all this or whatever that is. Whether you made a lot of money or you had a lot of fame or you're a famous person. There aren't any. The only famous person at Imago Day is Jesus, man. Yeah. Jesus Christ is yeah. the famous person among us. And other than that, it's a bunch of us less lowly people that are humble and, and submitted to God and, and don't want to be disgraced. We want to we live, you know, when the Bible says that, that we should, in the King James it says, think soberly. What's that mean? Well, you know, when you're, when you're intoxicated, I, I learned this from Sarah. She told me about it. When you're real intoxicated, that's why people that get intoxicated, a lot of times they'd go to, they'd go to bars and stuff, and when they get, they get some liquor in them, then they, they become, they think they're bigger than they are, and they think they can whip everybody in the bar. Huh? They... They, they start thinking they're really somebody. That, that's what happens to you. Hmm. But you've got to associate with the humble. That's my friends. That's what I'm telling you. That's, that's who we love. That's who we like. We love the humble. Do not be wise in your own opinion. You know some of the, some of the 
the people that I would consider the greatest pastors that I know and have ever heard are in tiny little towns in tiny little churches. And they, they struggle, they battle, they fight, they help the poor, they help people. But to me, the, the, I just got healed a long time ago of thinking a lot about really big, arrogant, big shot, awesome, wonderful people. I have decided I'm going to associate with the humble and don't be, not be wise in my own opinion. That's good, isn't it? What was the next one? Uh, Daniel, was that Daniel, Daniel 5? Uh, anybody, did anybody get that one? Ashley, this is, this is it. Come on, praise team. Daniel 5.20. I think we can pull that verse out. It'll yeah. make sense here. Okay, here you go. But when his heart was lifted up and his spirit became so proud that he behaved arrogantly, he was disposed from his royal throne, and his glory was taken away from him. Hmm. That's talking about the king in Daniel's time. His heart got lifted up. You know, God really helped, helped this guy, didn't he? He helped him. Because he, he was the big shot of the entire kingdom. And he, but his heart was lifted up. But when his heart got lifted up, his spirit got hardened in pride. You know, the, the, the Bible goes on to say, we, we should just take another night and read that chapter from Daniel. It says that, that Nebuchadnezzar, that he's, he grew, listen, he thought he was somebody. He started growing feathers, claws, huh? Ate grass. What else does it say about him? Huh? Yeah. He, 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 was, he was not okay, was he? he? He didn't end up right. And he came to the place. God knows how to get your attention and to humble you, man. So we give God thanks tonight. I, I am... I am believing God that nobody here tonight will ever start growing feathers or claws. Amen. Let's all stand up tonight. We trust you enjoyed this message. For more information about Pastor Jim Crabb and Imago Day, please visit our website at imagodaysensi.com. I M A G O D E I. C-I-N-C-Y dot com.